it's time for the Rutherford County High School Football Show. Today's show is brought to you by Web Aesthetic Plastic Surgery and Med Spa, your hometown plastic surgeon that has been voted your favorite for the last several years. Dr. Webb and staff are honored to wish you a safe and successful football season. Moxie Pest Control, your neighborly pest service serving all of Middle Tennessee. The Yard Sale Store, where all items are up to 90% off. Michael Wilson with First Bank Mortgage. If you're buying, building, or refinancing your home in Rutherford County, give him a call at 615-596-2006. Garbison Construction, they have been impacting and investing in people's lives in Rutherford County for nearly three decades, providing quality construction services for additions, remodels, and new construction on residential and commercial projects. And the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Remember, fans don't let fans drive drunk. And now, from Toots Restaurant in Murfreesboro, please welcome the hosts of the Rutherford County High School Football Show, Murfreesboro Post Sports Editor Monty Hale and Nick Gould. Welcome to the Rutherford County High School Football Show. I'm Nick Gould, and alongside me is Murfreesboro Post Sports Editor Monty Hale. We're here at Toots Restaurant on Broad Street in Murfreesboro to give you everything you need to know about high school football for all 11 teams in Rutherford County. We're now in the second half of the season and things are starting to heat up as we get further into region play and see some of these rivalry games unfold. Today we'll recap all nine Rutherford County games played last Friday, take a look at how those results affect the standings. We also have an interview with Smyrna linebacker Aiden Augustine and another interview with Oakland head coach Kevin Creasy. We will be announcing this week's player of the week and previewing next week's matchups. Monty will make picks for all 10 Rutherford County games, including our selected Rutherford County Game of the Week. The Rutherford County High School Football Show is presented by Web Aesthetic, your hometown plastic surgeon who has been voted your favorite for the last several years. Dr. Webb and staff are honored to wish you a safe and successful football season. PCA traveled to Seymour, Tennessee for their first 11-man region game, <coughs> and the Lions defeated King's Academy 20-15. to this PCA segment is brought to you by Moxie Pest Control, your neighborly pest service serving all of Middle Tennessee. PCA got control of this game early and <coughs> was up 14-0 at half. Monty, that's another win for the Lions. Three out of four, and um, as we said, you've got to learn how to win, and they've had to win in different ways. Um, and uh, this was one, as you said, they, they got up 14-0 early, had to stave off a comeback, and, you know, it was something new for them. It was their first region game, as well as a long road trip. You never know how your team's going to handle that. Um, <clears throat> they were obviously focused to play from the get-go, and um, their defense held up. And their defense has been pretty solid. Um, you know, they've had, had one game they were outmanned, but, um, you know, I think they're ahead of schedule of, um, where I think a lot of people might have thought they'd be to already have three wins. Uh, yeah, that was uh, their first win on the road, I believe, and that's a, what, two, three-hour road trip for them. Yeah, so, um, but they actually did win at Mount Juliet Christian, but, you know, the first You're right. first road win um, in region play and their first region game. So um, I know Coach Ferguson's really excited about his team. Um They've got a lot of those guys that are going to be coming back next year. So this program, I think, is going to rapidly grow and, and be a factor in years to come. You about picked that score right on the nose. Uh, I think you had 20 to 15. I think it ended up being 20 to 17. So 
I can't remember. Or was it the other way around? It was 20 to 15 was the final. I think I put 20 to 14. So. <laughs> Got pretty close. That would have been one of my few <laughs> decent picks last week. So. <laughs> That's our uh, PCA segment brought to you by Moxie Pest Control, your neighborly pest service serving all of Middle Tennessee. Stewart's Creek hosted Antioch in a huge region game but came up short 34 to 27. This Stewart's Creek segment is brought to you by Michael Wilson with First Bank Mortgage. If you're buying, building, or refinancing your home in Rutherford County, give them a call. Kenneth Jordan ran in three touchdowns and a two-point conversion. Varian Ote also scored on a 53-yard touchdown run. Ote got hurt in the third, and that certainly doesn't help in a close game like this. No, I mean, he's one of their valuable weapons, a 1,000-yard rusher from a year ago. and He got dinged up a little last year, and this is the second time he's had to leave a game this year. So... <clears throat> I know they're um, concerned about that, uh, but, you know, I think if you look on down the line, Stewart's Creek's going to be a, a playoff team, and this was certainly, as far as early games, this was really a, a big one because, uh, you know, the winners got a, a nice leg up in the um, region race, although Smyrna's got something to say about that. Uh, it was a game that went back and forth, and, you know, you got to tip your hat to Antioch, the job that they're doing over there. I mean, it wasn't just a couple, three years ago they were struggling to even get 20 players out in a, in a six at a 6A school, <clears throat> and now they're three and zero in the in the um, region. So, you know, I think you just got to tip your hat to Antioch. Yeah, it looked like they got off to a slow start, but they've come back. I mean, they're three and zero in the region, and Stewart's Creek, which we thought might be the favorite, you know. We learned that maybe Antioch's got something to say in, in that uh, that region. Well, they're in the catbird seat right now, that's yeah. for sure. So, that's a lot of football to be played. Yep. That Stewart's Creek segment's brought to you by Michael Wilson with First Bank Mortgage. If you're buying, building, or refinancing your home in Rutherford County, give them a call. Eagleville went on the road last week to Wayne County and came up short by a touchdown, 30 to 22. This Eagleville segment is brought to you by Moxie Pest Control your neighborly pest service serving all of Middle Tennessee. Will Becker was 13 for 28 uh, for 192 yards and two touchdowns. Caleb Snitzer ran one for 45 yards and a score. Eli Elijah Ferns caught six passes for 70 yards and a touchdown. And Cruz Giles hauled in a 59-yard touchdown. On defense, Marshall Spann had 10 tackles, and Dawson Crary and Cade Pippinger had seven apiece. It seems like the kind of the kind of game where you just run out of time at the end. Yeah, they really did, and you know I haven't talked with Coach Walker since uh, the weekend, but obviously game I don't think um, Brody Mclemore played because he typically is their lead tailback since they moved him from quarterback uh, to the to that position because Becker has progressed. Uh, so I don't know what you know is really going on there. I know it was a tough region loss, and really they. They can't afford any more now, and it's going to probably be a situation where they get down there at the end, and you know they, you might have a two or three-way tie for that final spot in the playoffs. So uh, certainly, games remaining, they need to win all those in region play. Yeah, tough, tough loss for the Eagles. I know they get a break from region play. They got a couple uh, non-region games coming up, but. Like you said, you know, coming back at the end of the year, they're, they're going to have to win one, if not both, of those games. So. Yeah, well, I don't think there's any question about it. Yeah, they've got um, Cornersville and Richland left, and 
Um, two good programs, so um, I think they got them at home, though. Uh, they've done a lot of traveling. It's weird how the schedule worked out. They had to go to Collinwood and Wayne County uh, this year, and those are those are tough places to play. <laughs> that region's all over the place. It so is. It's spread out. <laughs> That's our Eagle Bill <laughs> segment brought to you by Moxie Pest Control, your neighborly pest service serving all of Middle Tennessee. Smyrna went on the road to Nashville to take on region rival McGavick. The Bulldogs shut out McGavick 34-0. This Smyrna segment is brought to you by the Art Sales Store, where all items are up to 90% off. Junior linebacker Aiden Augustine had two pick sixes, including one in the fourth quarter that he returned for 95 yards. Tyreek McCarver returned a punt for a touchdown. Austin Morris threw one, and Thomas Jones scored two. Smyrna has had some trouble scoring this season, so it appears they've gotten creative with defensive scores, punt returns. That's huge to really get the ball rolling. Yeah, you know, if you can't do it on offense, do it on defense and special teams. And, you know, a lot of kids do good to get one pick six in their career and get two in one night. It's pretty special. And, you know, I, I, I knew their defense would give McGavick problems. McGavick has scored had scored only 12 points in the re in their region games. So, you know, I, I figured a touchdown or certainly two would win this game um, for, for Smyrna. And um, I think, you know, they're, do they, they, they're doing some things pretty well offensively, but their defense has gotten, you know, really, it's gotten better every week. And Coach Williams, he's known for having good defenses. And, you know, that was a team that they should have beat, and they went on the road and beat them. So, good for Smyrna. Yeah, good for the Bulldogs. That's our uh, Smyrna segment brought to you by the Art Sale Store, where all items are up to 90% off. And I was actually at the McGavick game on Friday night cheering on the Bulldogs, and after the game I interviewed Aiden Augustine as well as some of the other Smyrna football players. Let's go to that now. We're here at McGavick High School with junior Aiden Augustine of Smyrna High School. Aiden, heck of a performance today. I know this is the second shutout in a week for Smyrna. Uh, amazing performance on defense. Tell us about that pick six, which, uh, you know, helped secure the victory today. Uh, it was nothing. I was just, he threw the ball right to me. I looked up for my teammates and rushed me. I took off. That was, a, that was a great return. You know, you went from, from left to right, from right to left. Seemed, seemed like nobody could stop you. And that, that was your second pick on the day. Uh, I know it was a closer game uh, in the first half. You know, how vital was that interception early on to, to help get this victory going? It was real vital because they were, like, running the ball down our throats. We had to get our, get our momentum back and take over. And this is uh, second win in a row, second win in the region. Uh, this is going to help secure a playoff spot for Smyrna. I know we got East Nashville next week. What do you all look to do to prepare for them to keep the winning streak going? Just practice hard. Do what I put to Execute. There you go. And then after that, we got, I think, three more region uh, games to wrap up the season. We got Cane Ridge, Antioch, a big rivalry game against Stewart's Creek. Good. Y'all going to handle business uh, at the Creek this year? Most definitely. Yeah. Keep that I know you play both sides of the ball, but you probably prefer uh, defense, don't you? Yes, yeah. I hate it. And uh, I know you got one more year uh, left at Smyrna, but are you looking at maybe playing ball next year as we move up to the you know, next level, college? Yeah. Any places in particular you might be looking at? LSU. LSU. You like the colors, don't you? Yeah, that's all wrong. Hold down. All right. Well, I appreciate you uh, doing the interview today. Here at Smyrna High School, my name is Nick Gould with Main Street Media.
here at McGavick High School with the, with the rest of the Bulldogs here. So we had a good night, good night to play. Uh, 2-0 in the region, you know, held them to zero, right? Zero, right? And my name is EJ Jacquees, and we just won. Hey! <laughs> hey, suck for more BTA. If you know, you know. <laughs> hey, EJ Barkshill. Uh, Mason Lane, hey, 2-0, baby. Come on, boy. 2-0, let go. Big. <laughs> here at McGavick High School, we got the Smyrna Bulldogs. Let's, let's give them something, guys. Come on, yeah. I'm Dr. Webb. I'm the owner and operator of Webb Aesthetic Plastic Surgery here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. We offer services for both men and women, breast, body, and face for both. I meet with patients who are ready to schedule surgery. We talk about their pre-op appointments, what to expect before surgery, what to expect during and after surgery. We graduated medical school and nursing school the same day, and I had things that I believed in and stood by that I wasn't willing to compromise on. So when he came home, we had to discuss that we were on the same page with how we treated patients and staff. We want them to feel like they're part of our family. If you're looking for a great deal, look no further than the Yard Sale Store. Our locally owned and award-winning stores stocked with daily arrivals of new items at unbeatable prices. From housewares to sporting goods, flooring to furniture, we have everything you need. With our huge selection and discounts up to 90% off retail, you're sure to find exactly what you're looking for. Visit us today at one of our three convenient locations or check out our website, yardsalestore.com, to see our latest arrivals. I'm blessed, blessed through the blood of Christ, with a beautiful wife and family, to have served in the United States Navy, now serving the great town of Smyrna, and blessed that all of our boys went to Stewart's Creek. I'm Michael Wilson with First Bank Mortgage with over 20 years experience in mortgage lending. If you're buying your first house or your fifth, refinancing or building your dream home, please call or email me or come see me at the South Lowry branch. It would bless me to assist in financing your dreams. Why the Hawaiian shirt? Closing on your home is a celebration, not a business meeting. Go Hawks! What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, um, that's going to be our, our mission to our customers, is to always improve the quality of life. Um, that's from taking care of your past to a friendly voice on the phone when you call. So a technician that comes out, he's competent, he's going to solve the problem for you. We're considered a full encompassing service, so we're going to take care of 50 plus different pests, and we'll always have your back. Thanks for sticking with us here on the Rutherford County High School Football Show as we continue to recap last Friday's games. Laverne hosted Cane Ridge on Friday night, but could not find a way to get points on the board. Their defense kept them in the game, but a late field goal proved to be costly as they lost 3-0. This Laverne segment is brought to you by Moxie Pest Control, your neighborly pest service serving all of Middle Tennessee. Looks like the Laverne defense played out of their minds this week, but plain and simple, you've got to score if you want to win ballgames. Yeah, it's been a long time since we've seen a 3-0 game at any level, for that matter, the way people score points now. But Laverne is struggling offensively. Their starting quarterback was out uh, for this game. Um, so that didn't help their calls any. And, um, you know, the coach said, you know, hats off to our defense. They played their tails off uh, last night. But right now they're just, you know, they're laboring to score. You know, they, they're trying different things. And, you know, you get like in the situation they're in, they have yet to score a point in the region game. You just you're beating your head off the lockers trying to figure something yeah, that, out. Yeah, that was two in a row without without a point, right? So, um, you know, I don't 
I don't know what you do. You got to just stick with what you're doing and hope some things um, come together and catch a perfect storm because, you know, you got to feel like if they score 14 to 21 points, they've got a really good chance to win. But as you said, if you can't score, it doesn't matter anyway. Yeah, it looked like that game might have been going into overtime. I know Kane Ridge scored their field goal with less than two minutes. Yeah. Um, that's just tough. And then looked like uh, Laverne tried to come back, and I think they threw a pick to and that just kind of ended the game there. So. Yeah, it's been a it's been a tough run for them. You know, they won that opening week game, mm-hmm. and you know you thought they'd give them some momentum, but you know it's you know they had that really bad game against Seagull where they got blown out and. You know, they, I mean, they've been shut out, what, three or four times already this year. So um, it makes it frustrating because, you know, your defense is on the field a lot. Of course, a lot of those guys play both ways anyway. And it's frustrating when you're, 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 you're playing good defense and your offense is not really giving you anything. So I know Coach Woodward, he, he's not going to throw in the towel by any stretch. And he'll, like I said, he's probably banging his head off the lockers trying to figure something out. So, you know, we'll see how they do this week. That's our Laverne segment brought to you by Moxie Pest Control, your neighborly pest service serving all of Middle Tennessee. Riverdale, uh, let's see, Riverdale went down to Manchester to take on the newcomers in Region 3 and shut out Coffee County 49-0. This Riverdale segment is brought to you by Moxie Pest Control, neighborly pest service serving all of Middle Tennessee. Quarterback Braden Graham threw uh, 21 of 27 for 257 yards and five touchdowns. Isaiah Verser had eight carries for 98 yards and two touchdowns. Brock Montgomery had six catches for 75 yards and two touchdowns of his own. Ben Woodworth added uh, five catches for 61 yards and a score. Keyshawn Williams and Ryan Edmondson also hauled in touchdowns for the Warriors, and Khalil Arman was 7 for 7 on PATs. I don't have defensive uh, stats for this game, but I think a shutout speaks for itself. It does. Riverdale is really playing well right now. Give up six points in their last two games while scoring um, 90 in their last two games. So uh, this game was over early. They came out. I know Coach Christie likes to get off to a good start. Every team likes to get off to a good start for that matter. But um, they came out focused, ready to play, and really just – Overwhelm them. You mentioned all those names. They've got a lot of offensive weapons. I mean, they really do. And they're really talented at receiver. They got two good running backs, and um, they, you know, granted, um, Coffee County's rebuilding. Uh, but still, if you go shut somebody out on their own field, uh, you, you've had a great night. Yeah, Riverdale's really come alive uh, these past couple weeks. I know. That's kind of expected, you know, getting into region play. They had really tough opponents early on in the season, but it seems like uh, they're really coming coming and bringing the heat here in uh, region three. Yeah, I think, you know, they're obviously the favorite to at least get second. Of course, they play Oakland uh, kind of going back to the old school days. They'll play the last game of the year. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, back in the day, they um, bore the – Everybody, so many teams got in the playoffs. They would play the last game of the year, and the winner would go to the playoffs, and the uh, loser would go to a bowl game. Bowl games were big back then, but that's when they only took one team to the playoffs. That's our Riverdale segment brought to you by Moxie Pest Control, neighborly pest service serving all of Middle Tennessee.
MTCS hosted their co-leader and region rival, Friendship Christian, on Friday night. It was a close game all night, and a safety in the third quarter proved to be the two points MTCS needed to out-edge Friendship 16-14. This MTCS segment is brought to you by Moxie Pest Control, Neighborly Pest Service, serving all of Middle Tennessee. Yates Garen got on the board first with a second-quarter touchdown. Garen also recovered a Friendship fumble on the next drive. Gabe Howell fumbled in the end zone for the Cougars, but luckily Brooks Jones recovered it for a score. This is the kind of game that has you on the edge edge of your seat through and through. Well, I knew this was going to be, I think I said it was probably in the uh, Division II realm. It was probably the game of the night across the state, not just in this area. And it lived to its billing. I was thinking more of 42 to 40. Yep. (laughs) But both of the defenses... And that's a mark of a good team, two good teams here, where you're going up against a high-powered offense, both teams were, and yet it came down to tackling, blocking, and defense. And that's a mark of two really good teams. They're going to see each other on down the line, I feel certain. And um, But, you know, MTCS came out. They, they got ahead. They were up. You know, they were up 16-7, to seven and Friendship scored with about a minute to go and um, was un- unable to convert an um, a onside kick. But uh, I'm, I'm not surprised if he'd gone the other way. It wouldn't surprise me. I just think that's how evenly matched they are. Well, I saw the safety was kind of a crazy play. It looked yeah. like, you know, offensive linemen tried to pick up the ball and throw it. And yeah. You know that I guess that wasn't allowed, and uh, it just <laughs> sounded crazy to me. So well, and you had, like you said, you had already had that one other crazy play where they fumbled yeah. the end zone and were able to get pounce on it and get it. So the fans are out there looking frustrated. I assume you know they don't know what's going on. And <laughs> but the um, that was a great win for for them. Though. Put some. I, hey, I told you the Cougars are going to win this week, Monty. <laughs> I picked them. <laughs> And that's our MTCS segment brought to you by Moxie Pest Control, your neighborly pest service serving all of Middle Tennessee. Oakland traveled to Rockvale and took care of business, winning 35 nothing. This Oakland at Rockvale game recap segment is brought to you by the Art Sale Store, where all items are up to 90% off. And Moxie Pest Control, your neighborly pest service serving all of Middle Tennessee. Dwayne Morris accounted for four touchdowns on the day, and Ashton Jones ran in the other. Monty, what can you tell us about this one? You know, you look at that, and yeah, it was a it was a, it was a route in the end. But this is a 14 to nothing game um, late, just before halftime, and Oakland hit a big pass and went ahead and scored, and made it 21 to nothing. So uh, this is the first game they've had. Well, they only played one region game, but that typically by in the last, their last four games, region or non-region. Games have been over at halftime. They've been getting a lot of their younger guys work. Whereas this game, they had to come out and play in the third quarter, and they took care of business in the third quarter. But they needed something like that. And but you know, and it also shows that you can't rest on them. They're known for running the football, but and their quarterbacks out. But their backup quarterbacks come in and done a whale of a job. And I mean, they haven't missed a beat. And I'll tell you something else about Oakland. We talk about all these offensive numbers. Since they lost week two, they have given up um, 13 points. So, 
you think you can go in there and stop them, that's good. You better, because you're not going to get much on them. I mean, you know, they're you know they're playing at such a high level right now. That one game was on the road. It was a hiccup. Yeah, they got beat by a great team, but they have they have not been challenged by anybody in Tennessee, and I don't know that they will be. Yeah, that, that's for sure. They're they're definitely on one. Uh, they look uh, to play Seagull this week. What what can you say about Rock Bell? I know they're kind of sitting in a in a tough spot, but they are. You know, they're 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 a little bit of an enigma. You know, you're talking about a team went on the road and beat Stewart's Creek, um, and then you know they've just you know they played poorly against Riverdale. They've got some talent. They they've got talented players. Uh, they just got to go put one together. And get some confidence. So they can still be a certainly be a playoff team. I mean, you've got I think you can pretty well write Coffee County out of the equation. So you got four playoff spots, and you've got five Murfreesboro teams. So we I think we all feel pretty confident about Riverdale and um, Oakland, obviously. But after that, you know, these last you know we got fall break next week. But after that, you know. After this week, uh, and then you know what, three week, two or three weeks left, uh, a lot can happen during that time span. Yeah, and Rockville definitely has a chance to, to turn it yeah, around. They've and got make, good make players. That's our uh, Oakland at Rockville game recap segment, brought to you by the Yard Sale Store, where all items are up to 90% off, and Moxie Pest Control, your neighborly pest service serving all of Middle Tennessee. Now let's take a look at last week's Rutherford County game of the week. Siegel traveled up the road to Blackman. This was a very close game where the Blaze came out on top 24-21. to This Siegel at Blackman game recap segment is brought to you by Garbison Construction, who provides quality construction services for additions, remodels, and new construction on residential and commercial projects here in Rutherford County. Ethan Carson had a big day for the Blaze with a pick and a touchdown. Blackman quarterback Carter Gregory threw for 160 yards and three touchdowns, including two to Jaden Guy. And Caden Perkins ran for 134 yards. Siegel quarterback Thomas Santel threw for almost 200 yards and rushed for another 50 and a touchdown. Drew Hostetter hauled in one from Santel on a 39-yard touchdown score, and Christian Fletcher scored the third touchdown. Blackman came out firing early, and Siegel started a comeback, but it just wasn't enough. No, and you got to really give both the teams credit. You know, Siegel came out. I mean, Blackman came out, as you said, uh, Went up what twenty one nothing. Yep. Um, then Siegel started their comeback in the fourth. It was just a little, really, at the end of the third. It was, it was just uh, a case where it was a little too little, too late. But you know, certainly a lot to build on. But I think I think this game's more about Blackman and how far they've come from week one against Brentwood and, and some of the teams they played. I mean. They couldn't get out of their way early in the season, and but it just goes to show that that staff has remained positive with these kids. And you know we spoke on this a number of times that uh, they've um, on offense they had one kid that had started on offense in his in the in his varsity career. So they're in a rebuilding mode, but they've gotten better and better and better. And uh, that was a great win for them. Yeah, they they seem to to finally come alive. Uh, that's two in a row. 
Yeah. I know this is uh, Coach Kreisky's first year with, with Blackman, and uh, it, it is nice to see them getting going. Yeah, they're, you know, like I said, they played yourselves right in position to make the playoffs. And, um, you know, and another good thing is they got Oakland out of the way. Yep. They didn't win, but the, a lot of other teams still got to play Oakland. Yep. And Siegel, I mean, that, that's tough. You know, you go on the road to Hendersonville, uh, you come up short by, by a touchdown. This game right here seemed to be the same way. You know, they're coming back. They play the whole game from behind. And at the end of the day, you you just ran out of time. Yeah, ran out of time, you know. And I'm sure they think they ought to be undefeated. And I would feel that same way. So, like I said, a lot of football, uh, they're going to be a factor for sure. And, um, you know, I can't wait to watch it all unfold. Yeah, <laughs> me too. That's our uh, Siegel Blackman segment brought to you by Garbson Construction who provides quality construction services for additions, remodels, and new construction on residential and commercial projects here in Rutherford County. That concludes our recaps from last Friday's games. Stay with us as we take a look at how those results affect the standings, announce the Rutherford County Player of the Week, and interview Oakland head coach Kevin Creasy right after the break. We offer services for both men and women, breast, body, and face for both. People come to plastic surgery offices because they want to improve something that they feel is a flaw in themselves. About 10 years ago, our men's procedures were probably about 10% of what we did. Nowadays, it's more like 30 or 40%. Eyelid lifts, liposuction, and we even do hair transplants here. We are part of the community, and we want to be able to walk around and see faces in the community that we've made happy. When it comes to building or remodeling, you need a builder you can trust. Look no further than Garbison Construction. Voted one of Rutherford County's best builders, we deliver quality every time, from start to finish. As a locally owned company with decades of experience, we're proud to serve Rutherford and surrounding counties. Let us help make your dream a reality. Visit GarbisonConstruction.com to learn more. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. I thought it was good. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was no big deal. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I thought I could hold my liquor. What separates us from other companies in Tennessee um, that's going to be our, our mission to our customers, is to always improve the quality of life. Um, that's from taking care of your pest to a friendly voice on the phone when you call, to a technician that comes out who's competent, he's going to solve the problem for you. We're considered a full encompassing service, so we're going to take care of 50 plus different pests, and we'll always have your back. Welcome back to Toots Restaurant on Broad Street in Murfreesboro as we continue to cover some of the best football played in the state right here in Rutherford County. Now let's take a look at the standings. First, let's look at Division II in the East Region. MTCS had a huge win over Friendship Christian and continues their perfect record. They're sitting on top pretty comfortably. PCA got off to a good start in region play and is currently in second place. Monty, to clarify, I looked at the playoff criteria and it looks like all the teams make it in AAA, but I believe only the top four make it in this region. With teams and regions changing every year, the rules do too. 
With that being said, our Rutherford County teams are looking pretty good as they're both 1-0 in the region. They are. I think, you know, MTCS will more than likely go unblemished the rest of the way. Um, PCA will probably need to beat Ezell Harding to get into that. But um, they got one that they definitely needed. Uh, so uh, we, we shall see. But a good race. Yeah. Good race. They're off to a good start. Uh, looking to see how that one unfolds as well. Uh, moving on to Division One. Let's go to Region 5-1A. Eagleville struggled this week and will need to turn things around quickly in the hopes of getting to the playoffs. They get a break from Region play the next couple weeks as they take on the Tennessee Heat and Loretto, but after that they will have two huge Region games to finish up the season. Monty, if they win both of those, I think it's safe to say they're in, but losing one might be enough to keep them out. Yeah, if they even if they win both, I, I could see a couple scenarios there where you could end up with a tie, a tiebreaker happen to come into play. But I think they know what the deal is. You know, the, they're really their playoff push will start coming out of fall break. You know, the game this week against the Tennessee Heat, um, you know, doesn't have any bearing on that. Uh, that region schedule, but after that, they're in playoff mode. Yep. Now let's go to 6A and take a look at Region 5. Antioch is playing lights out in the region at the top. Smyrna is also undefeated in the region, currently in second. Stewart's Creek dropped their first region game and will be looking to bounce back. Laverne will need to find a way to add, add to their win column if they hope to make it to the playoffs this year. Monty, this wide-open region seems to be taking more of a shape as we move along through the season. It does, and you still got, if you look, you know, you still got Antioch still has to play Smyrna. Um, Smyrna and Stewart's Creek still got to play one another. So really, all you know, those first three positions are wide open, and then who wants the fourth one? Yeah. Down there with Cane Ridge, McGavick, and Laverne all having tough seasons, but Cane Ridge did get over the hump and got a win last week. And we will see, I believe, Laverne plays uh, at McGavick uh, this weekend. So that'll, that'll be a big, uh, big game to decide, uh, you know, everyone's playoff fate. Uh, we'll, we'll get into that a little bit more later. Uh, next is Region 3, which is our most competitive region here in uh, Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Oakland and Riverdale tally up another region win as they sit on top. Blackman and Siegel are in the second tier currently, and Rockville and Coffee County would be out if it were decided today. Monty, what do you think about this region? Playing out, playing out to form, I think. And I thought going in, Oakland was the favorite. Riverdale probably second favorite. And then, as the standings will show here, I thought the, the other two spots would be decided by those three teams that are there in Rockville, Siegel, and um, uh, Blackman. Yep. Well, I guess uh, we'll see. We've still got you know four or five more games here. Uh, most of them being region games. And uh, we here at Main Street Media believe that the players deserve recognition for all of their hard work week in and week out. Monty, who is our Rutherford County Player of the Week this week? Well, it's hard to pick. I'm going to go with Dwayne Morris for Oakland. He counted for 250 yards, 75 receiving, 130, 183 rushes, and averaged 14 yards a carry in their win over Rockville. 
the Patriots had 454 yards in total offense in that game, and with him getting more than half of it. So. And Rockvale, as as we talked about, they have a solid defense. You know, they kept they kept themselves in the game most of the time. They did, you know, as we said, they could have kept them out of the end zone there right before halftime. You know, it's a two-score game. You think Dwayne Morris has a uh, Mr. Football uh, contention there? I'd say he'll be he'll be. You know, certainly be nominated and will certainly have a chance to win it. Now let's go to our interview with Oakland head coach Kevin Creasy. We're going to be joined now by Oakland football coach Kevin Creasy, whose Patriots play at uh, Siegel this week. Oakland coming off a 35 to nothing shutout uh, at Rockville. And coach, I think somebody look at that game, they say it was complete blowout, but, you know, that's a that's a two-score game late in the first half, and it kind of puts you in a position, though, that I, I would think is pretty good for you. You had to manufacture points uh, right there at the end of the half and were able to do that. Yeah, you know, it was good for our guys to have a, you know, a two-minute drill. Uh, we handled that really well, uh, able to, you know, get the ball down the field, uh, you know, had to spike the ball to stop the clock one time. Uh, ended up, uh, you know, getting seven points out of it. We were hoping to at least get three and ended up with seven points and, uh, you know, made it a three-score game, which was huge, especially with us getting the ball right out of halftime. Um, since the um, um, week two game up in Indiana, I know a lot of people talk about your offense, and uh, they should. I think you've given up 13 points since that then uh, the defense seems to be playing uh, really well and well together. Yeah, you know, uh, got a lot of good athletes on the defensive side of the ball and uh, just shoring up some, uh, you know, pass coverage deals that we had week two and uh, getting those fixed. And, uh, you know, like got a lot of good players on defense. And uh, Dave Watson's calling uh, the defense force and doing a really good job. You go into uh, Siegel this week, obviously a big region uh, game. Those guys um, have shown they can put points on the board. They've had a couple hiccups the last couple weeks, but very close losses. So uh, I know this is kind of, I guess they're all rivalry games in this county, but uh, certainly a, a big one on Thursday night. Yeah, you know, uh, playing a short week, playing a game on Thursday night. Uh, got to go to their place, you know, playing on the new turf that got installed. Uh the Santel kid is uh, playing quarterback, playing as good as anybody in the state. Uh, you know, they got some big-time recruits over on their uh, side of the field. So, you know, it's a great challenge for us. And uh, like I said, a much-deserved break for everybody in the county the next week. Uh, so I expect it to be, you know, all hands on deck. We get a whole week off, and uh, everybody's probably going to uh, throw the kitchen sink at, at each other. So it should be a great game. You mentioned you have that week off. Uh, uh, you don't want them guys thinking about that right now, do you? Uh, no, I mean, that's first time in eight years that we've had fall break off. So uh, it's it's coming at the right time. You know, we got some bumps and bruises, stuff like that. And uh, so hopefully, you know, it'll help us, uh, you know, the second half of the season. All right, Coach, appreciate your time as always. Good luck to the Patriots this week. All right, thanks for having me. Oakland coach Kevin Creasy join us today. We appreciate that. 
What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, um, that's going to be our, our mission to our customers, is to always improve the quality of life. Um, that's from taking care of your pest to a friendly voice on the phone when you call to a technician that comes out who's competent, he's going to solve the problem for you. We're considered a full encompassing service, so we're going to take care of 50 plus different pests and we'll always have your back. If you're looking for a great deal, look no further than the Yard Sale Store. Our locally owned and award-winning stores stocked with daily arrivals of new items at unbeatable prices. From housewares to sporting goods, flooring to furniture, we have everything you need. With our huge selection and discounts up to 90% off retail, you're sure to find exactly what you're looking for. Visit us today at one of our three convenient locations or check out our website, yardsalestore.com, to see our latest arrivals. Watch it! Did that guy even see that girl on her bike? Just like looking for other cars before switching lanes, drivers should keep their eyes out for those traveling on bikes. When a crash occurs between a vehicle and a bike, it's the cyclist who is most likely to be injured. Give cyclists room and do not pass too closely. Riders have the same rights and responsibilities as those behind the wheel. Be aware, be alert. Brought to you by THSO, the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. I'm Dr. Webb. I'm the owner and operator of Webb Aesthetic Plastic Surgery here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. We offer services for both men and women, breast, body, and face for both. I meet with patients who are ready to schedule surgery. We talk about their pre-op appointments, what to expect before surgery, what to expect during and after surgery. We graduated medical school and nursing school the same day, and I had things that I believed in and stood by that I wasn't willing to compromise on. So when he came home, we had to discuss that we were on the same page with how we treated patients and staff. We want them to feel like they're part of our family. Thanks for sticking with us here on the Rutherford County High School Football Show. Next up, we have Monty's Picks. Monty's 38 and 15 on the season, picking game winners. So I'm interested to hear what he has to say this week. Stewart's Creek goes on the road on Thursday night to West Creek. Monty, you can't say you're going with the creek this time because no one is going to know who you're talking about. Fair enough. <laughs> so, so which creek do you have this week? <laughs> well, we'll go with we'll go with Stewart's Creek in this game. I think they'll, um, you know, West Creek after losing that game to Laverne has won two ball games, but I think Stewart's Creek should win this one. Yep. Eagleville travels to Mount Juliet on Friday to take on the Tennessee Heat. Monty, are they going to bounce back from a tough loss last week? You know, I don't know a lot about the the Heat. Um, but I know Eagle's not very happy right now. Neither is their coach. Um, you know, I think this is an interesting week for all these teams. Kids are kids. With the exception of PCA, they're all off next week because of fall break. And that's a distraction that you've really got to hone in on if you're a coach. That's why I like some of these games being on a Thursday night. You know, you get the game out of the way and then let you go players have a few days off but uh, I look for Eagle uh, just, they're not a happy bunch right now they need to get a win regardless of who they're playing I, I hope they do you know I hope they, they bounce back strong and, and go into that last last push for the playoffs uh, with high hopes Riverdale is hosting Cane Ridge and will look to keep their winning streak going that could get, get kind of bad you know Cane Ridge really struggling uh, to score you know they won 3 nothing last week in Riverdale um, has scored 90 points the last two weeks. So Riverdale easily 
Going with the Warriors, uh, Blackman is hosting Pure Academy from Memphis as they look to keep their winning streak going. Don't know a lot about Pure Academy. Uh, they're 0-6, but looking at some of their opponents, they played three or four of those teams pretty close. So, um, But I, just, I like the way Blackman's playing right now. They're on an uptick, and I'll pick them to win their third in a row. Going with the Blaze. Smyrna is hosting East Nashville and look to get their third win in a row. East Nashville's pretty loaded. Undefeated. This is a tough, tough um, non-region game. Smyrna's definitely improved, but I think East Nashville will be too much for them in this game. MTCS travels to South Pittsburgh on Friday and looks to maintain their perfect record. This will be their last non-region game. Yeah, and it's the best opponent they'll play all season. South Pittsburgh is loaded. They've scored 316 points this year and have allowed 21. A little show prep there for you. I'll take this serious, you know. <laughs> Reputation on the line here. 316 to 21, they've outscored their opponents. And that's South Pittsburgh, you know, here in Tennessee, just to, just to be right. clear. <laughs> no H. No H in the Pittsburgh. Um, I, yeah, it's a good game for, for MTCS to play, but I, I'm afraid that South Pittsburgh is a little too much for them. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Uh, hope I'm wrong. You know. I, I, yeah, I, I hope the Cougars, you know, maintain that undefeated record uh, and keep it going. PCA is hosting Friendship Christian at Floyd Stadium. Can they get a winning streak going, Monty? Friendship um, coming back to Murfreesboro, and they're going to be in a foul mood. That was a tough game last week. Yeah, they don't care who beat them, you know. No. Um, as well as PCA has been playing, um, this is a game where I think, you know, you play teams won championships. It's long established outstanding program, I think uh, friendship would be too much for him. Yep. Laverne is going to Nashville to take on McGavick. Both teams are looking to looking to recover from scoreless efforts last week. Monty? Flip a coin, maybe? I mean, okay. Like I said, uh, McGavick scored 12 points in region play. Laverne hasn't tallied. They'll have their quarterback back. I am going to pick Laverne something like seven to six. <laughs> Something, Something's got to give. Something real close. Something's got to give this week. Somebody's going to win. Come on, the Wolverines got it. You know, they, they they need this win especially. I'll go the Wolverines seven to six. All right. Rockvale is traveling to Manchester to take on Coffee County. The loser of this game will be at the bottom of the region and in a tough spot moving forward. Uh, well, the loser is probably out. Yep. Uh, so I, I think from a talent standpoint, Rockville is much better, but they've got to be focused and go in and play and, and play like they're capable of playing. And I predict they will do that. So I'll take the Rockets. It'll probably be a low-scoring game. I know both teams have pretty good defenses. Yeah, I, I would think so. But, you know, if Rockvale gets going, they, they've got plenty of offensive weapons. They, they just need to get going. Yep. Now let's go to this week's Rutherford County Game of the Week, which is always played between two Rutherford County teams. Oakland is driving down the road to play their first game on Siegel's new turf. 
Siegel has lost two in a row and is looking to bounce back strong against a very tough opponent. This is a Thursday night game. Monty? Well, I think a couple keys here. First of all, um, can Siegel move the ball consistently against Oakland? Nobody's been able to do it. And um, can Oakland contain uh, quarterback Thomas Santel? And then on the flip side, I mean, Oakland's offense, I mean, they're averaging, you know, 450 yards in total offense here the last three weeks. Uh, Seagull's got to do something with their run, their running attack, or it could be a long night for them. I'm going to pick Oakland, uh, but I could see this being a, a, a pretty close game at least for a while. Thanks for hanging out with us this week on the Rutherford County High School Football Show. We'll be here at Toots next Tuesday at 10 a.m. to cover more Rutherford County football. See you then. You've been watching the Rutherford County High School Football Show with Murfreesboro Post Sports Editor Monty Hale and Nick Goulds. Read this week's Murfreesboro Post for all the latest news about Rutherford County High School sports. The Rutherford County High School Football Show has been brought to you by Webesthetic Plastic Surgery and Med Spa, Moxie Pest Control, The Yard Sale Store, Michael Wilson with First Bank Mortgage, Garbison Construction, and the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Join us each week at this time on Main Street Media TV to get the latest on Rutherford County football.